0: Welcome to Knick Knack News. I'm Anthony.
1: And I'm Alex. And my first story today is random local news. This is from The Guardian. And the headline is, Florida man washes ashore after trying to walk to New York in bubble device.
0: Sorry? Did you you see it at all? (laughs)
1: Yes. I'm so (laughs) excited to show you this. A Florida man. Startled beachgoers when he washed ashore inside a bubble running wheel device. Sure. I'm going to show you a photo of the device now. Um, there's
0: no need. I know exactly what that is. It's also, it disappeared. Okay.
1: He was inside of that. Underwater.
0: Underwater? Underwater. Was it supposed to be underwater?
1: Wait, I think it was underwater. Wait, was it not? It was just on the beach? Wait, now I'm, no, I'm pretty sure it was underwater. <laughs> the man identified... Local news channel washed ashore in Flagler County on the east coast of Florida last Saturday. He was inside a large barrel type device which appeared to have flotation buoys attached to each end. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office posted photos of the strange vessel on Facebook along with comments on the situation including this one, the US Coast Guard was contacted and arrived on scene to take over the case and ensure this vessel and occupant are USCG compliant for their safety moving forward. <laughs> um, Fox 35 Orlando reported that the man's aim was to run to the northern US or Bermuda. What? Um, he instead ended up 30 miles south of his St. Augustine starting point by accident. Okay. Um, I don't know. He just like made this thing, and is just like in the ocean, like trying to like travel in it for some reason. What on but Earth? apparently, like <laughs> apparently, apparently, he's trying to like raise some money for like public services, and also like the homeless or something. But I don't know, like wh- okay. how what is the money raising part of this? Like, yeah, I
0: guess he's, like he has brought he just, attention. He to made it. this
1: thing, and it like. Like, I think it's supposed to be, like, in the water.
0: Like, under it?
1: That's like what I, I thought, but like now the that I'm... F-
0: the floating part, <laughs> I would assume, is, like, to run on top of the water, like, kind of keep rolling, like a giant hamster wheel, sort but, like, a barrel.
1: That makes maybe more sense. I don't know. Like when it I looks f- like it has a lot of holes saying, in it to
0: be underwater. They,
1: yeah, because now that I'm looking at it, like the whole thing has holes in it. It's not waterproof, <laughs> so it's probably on top of the water. But they keep saying it washed ashore. That's why I am like, "Well, they must oh. have been in the water," because the article kept saying that. So and maybe it was
0: just on. Just on it just top beached. of the water.
1: It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a it's a flotation. It's a floating device mm-hmm. for traveling.
0: Yeah. But apparently not very well, and also in the wrong direction. <laughs> Well, Wait, he said he wanted to go to the northern United States or Bermuda?
1: Yeah, that's what I don't get because I've read a couple articles on this actually and the one was like, no, he definitely wanted to go to the northern U- United States but accidentally went south. Okay. Now this one was like, but he also could have gone to, was like, or I want to go to Bermuda Isn't that the, in the opposite direction. Like, yeah.
0: But that does mean he that he actually ended up going closer to that destination yeah, than the uh,
1: My other. understanding was he was trying to go north but he accidentally went south. I don't know how you... Do that when you're by the beach because is the beach on your left or your right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's pretty simple.
0: Yeah, that should have been a pretty easy know. one, huh?
1: I'm just very confused yeah. by the whole situation. Um, but I thought this contraption was really cool.
0: <laughs> it's an interesting device for sure. Uh, I don't know about its <laughs> seaworthiness, but you know, he tried something. But it's something, yeah. And it sounded like he had good intentions, even if they weren't. Clear to everyone. Yeah. My first story is food news. <laughs> this is from WXII12.com. I don't know. It's a local station. Yeah. Uh, and it's a very, very short story. But uh, Bojangles to add new chicken sandwich to menu. Joining Chicken Sandwich Wars.
1: Oh. I didn't realize Bojangles was a chicken I don't, I don't think I remember. I don't, I don't actually don't know what that.
0: kind of fast food chain they are. Oh. <laughs> so maybe not the best person to talk about this, but, um, we, I
1: don't think we have those around here. Yeah,
0: we don't. I think, <laughs> so they're, I think they're a southern U.S. Okay. type thing. Um, but Bojangles is advertising a new chicken sandwich that will be available in all restaurants soon, Bojangles announced Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they use Bojangles twice in the same sentence. Um, there's limited information on the sandwich, uh they already offer a Cajun fillet chicken sandwich served with lettuce tomato and mayo on a toasted bun, and Bojangles has not said how this new one will be different they literally <laughs> just they're literally just like, we're also gonna make a sandwich chicken sandwich, and then no further information yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe they're just gonna rebrand their existing thing as like this the is, chicken sandwich this is the chicken, yeah, you know just to get att- you know get attention sounds negative. I meant like just to get publicity around right, it,
0: right, yeah. Um, the so-called chicken sandwich wars began when Popeyes brought back its popular chicken sandwich in 2019, and I would say they also ended when Popeyes brought back their chicken
1: sandwich. Uh, yeah, that's because it's the still best the best one. one. <laughs> sorry, everybody else.
0: Sorry, everyone else. Except I'm not actually sorry. It's still the best one. It's I'm sorry. Delicious. It's wonderful. I haven't had in a while. I am realizing right now, and I really want one.
1: We should do that soon. Yes. My next story is Archaeology News. This is from ScienceAlert.com. And the headline is, Remains of Giant Vampire Bat from 100,000 Years Ago Found in Argentinian
0: Cave. Oh, no.
1: No, I mean, it's I exciting the, yeah, for science. Yeah, it's also, They're not it's, still around. Right, it's
0: dead, so that's, that's good. <laughs>
1: The jawbone of a bat that lived 100,000 years ago has been confirmed as belonging to an extinct species of giant vampire bat. The discovery of the jawbone of the species, called Desmodus draculae, uh, found in a cave in Argentina, is helping to fill in some gaps in the history of these amazing animals. (laughs) Uh, uh. Air quotes. Okay, no, no, they're cool, they're cool. According to to this article... Um the like scientific bat fossil record apparently is notoriously poor and patchy they okay. said. like
0: notoriously <laughs> i don't know what
1: the, that's what the article said like there's just like not there's yeah. not a lot of like fossil information about bats, i guess hmm. um, so what that means is that every time they discover anything it 's a really big deal yeah um and apparently especially regarding vampire bats because there's only um three known types of vampire bats that we know of. So we've known about the existence of this species since 1988, although we don't know much more about it other than it existed. Um, It lived during the Pleistocene era, did I pronounce that right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, In Central and South America. Up until fairly recently, uh, some remains have been discovered that are recent enough not to have been fully fossilized yet, suggesting that it may have only died out a few hundred years ago. Okay. And that's recent for archaeology. Right, 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 yeah. Um, this is also the largest vampire bat known to have existed ever. It was around 30% larger than its closest living relative, which is today's common vampire bat, with a wingspan estimated to be around 20 inches. So that's like...
0: I'm not good with measurements.
1: A little less than like two, two feet. feet. It's about two feet long. Yeah,
0: okay, that's not that big then.
1: It's not like huge. It's not like...
0: So I'm, I'm picturing, or something. like, a bat with, a bo- like, a six-foot-long body and, like, an 18-foot yeah, wingspan so it wasn't swooping out of the big. sky and stealing a child. <laughs>
1: um, but wait till what I'm about to tell you. Oh, um, no. The jawbone was recovered from Pleistocene-era sediments in a cave, which was a burrow of a giant sloth. Which is important because scientists don't know for sure what this bat hunted, but the location of the findings suggests it could have preyed on a megafauna, meaning like really, really large animals, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like a giant like sloth, which slot. are like very large, like yeah. bigger than people kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, those things are cool. Yeah, they think, they think it fed on like large animals. So, if it was around today, it probably would attack people. Cool. But I don't think it would like, kill you. It would just try to. No, like, it would be like a mosquito. Just, it, just wants like,
0: a, it just wants a little drink. It would just like. It'd suck, be like a mosquito that you would definitely yeah, notice. Yeah, it would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just kind of like a. a uh, it's get just off, like, oh, get oh get there was
1: there. a mosquito on me. It's, get like, off it's there. like this <laughs> two foot bat on you. You have to
0: pry it off. <laughs> That's of what you.
1: it would be like. Um, yeah, Yeah, so the team's research has been published in Bio One Complete.
0: Excellent. Then I guess it's done. It's It's complete research. We've done it. My next story is science news. This is from Gizmodo. Animals emerged 350 million years earlier than previously thought fossil discovery suggests. Whoa. And that's kind of a misleading headline because we don't know for sure. It hasn't been confirmed, okay. but we think we might have found something that like points to this. Cool. Um, which will become hopefully clearer in a second. Uh, uh, so, these are ancient rocks from northwestern Canada that were found to contain structures consistent with sea sponges. And the rocks are 890 million years old, which means they could be the oldest known animal fossils on Earth. Um, they said that simple, single celled life forms first appeared on Earth around 3.4 billion years ago, but it took a while for more complex animal life to emerge. Uh, the Cambrian explosion of complex life forms happened around 540 million years ago, which coincides with the oldest undisputed sponge fossils on record. So 540 million years ago is what we used to think as far as like multicellular like complex, what we would classify as an animal Mm. um, as opposed to like a single celled life form or like a plant. Um, So in 2018, the discovery of steroids, which is not, the drug <laughs> we did not discover dr- steroids in 2018 um, but it's a, a it's what's called a biomarker um, basically a pattern in rocks that like is that suggests there were sponges, I guess. okay um, this was dated to between 660 million and 635 million years ago. Um, so this was like an earlier discovery similar to this one. Um, that suggests that sponges emerged in the neoproterozoic uh, era, which is at least 100 million years before the Cambrian. Genetic analyses of modern sponges likewise suggest an early origin for them, which further reinforces the notion that they were among the first animals to appear on Earth. So, like, looking at their genes suggests that they were actually kind of like the original animal. And we might all be descended from sponges, which is kind of interesting. That is
1: interesting.
0: You could wipe our faces on the counter to clean to clean the counter. and
1: We would just absorb it. We just absorb it
0: because we are part sponge.
1: Yeah. And then it would
0: leak out. And
1: then that's what would happen every day.
0: Yeah. We're full of holes. We got pores
1: too. We have pores.
0: We got that from our sponge. Great, 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 Exactly. Um, anyway, Elizabeth Turner from Laurentian university in Sudbury, Canada is the sole author of the new nature paper. Uh, that is, it is in the article or in the journal nature. Uh, and she reports on the discovery of fossil like structures found in rocks pulled from 890 million year old, uh, the little doll reefs in the stone knife formation of Canada's Northwest territories, which kind of familiar to me for some reason. I feel like we maybe have talked about fossils from there or something. Um, Anyway, if these fossils are confirmed to be sponge fossils, they would definitely be the first fossils of animals in the fossil record, thus pushing back the reemergence of animals to 350 million years before the Cambrian. Um, And perhaps more surprising is the apparent appearance of ancient sponges about 90 million years before oxygen in Earth's atmosphere reached the levels thought to be required to sustain animal life. So these actually would have existed before then, which... Like it doesn't seem completely out of the realm of possibility. It's yeah. Just they just needed less oxygen. Right. That seems fine. Yeah, it seems but, reasonable. Um yeah, so this could really upend what we knew about animal life and like I don't know if if we found something 890 million years ago, I feel like there's a good chance there's something even older out there that we just haven't found. Um but it was probably spong- yeah. it was probably sponges. Lots of sponges. Probably. Yeah. It was very clean. And back, coral? Very clean back then. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like they probably emerged around a similar time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Things that are, like, kind of halfway between plants and...
0: Mm-hmm. Planimals, animals, if you will. Pla-
1: planimals. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term. <laughs> okay, my next story is Space News. This is from CNN. And the headline is, Hubble finds water vapor around Jupiter's moon Ganymede. Oh. So there's more water vapor being found out there.
0: That's exciting. A a a backup planet. A backup planet. We'll just move to the moon of Jupiter. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. And die, probably. But it's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day it might be habitable. Who knows? Uh, The Hubble Space Telescope has spied evidence of water vapor in the atmosphere around Jupiter's moon Ganymede the largest moon in our solar system. The water vapor forms as the icy surface of the moon turns from a solid to a gas, a process called sublimation. Astronomers uncovered this water vapor while using a combination of new and archived observations from Hubble. The findings were published this week in the journal Nature Astronomy. Previous research has suggested that Ganymede contains more water than all of Earth's oceans put together. I didn't know. Oh. Although the moon is 2.4 times smaller than our planet, but it's still pretty big.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty large.
1: Yeah, um, it's so cold on Ganymede, um, with temperatures that can reach negative 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm, so maybe don't. That it. the surface is a frozen water ice shell. Oh. And scientists think that about hundred miles below this icy crust is a salty ocean. like on earth uh and even though the ice shell is as hard as rock a stream of charged particles from the sun is enough to erode and release water vapor because it's you know like well it's not i was gonna say evaporation it's not evaporation it's It's sublimation sublimation. because from a solid technicalities (laughs) but yeah but the sun is still like reaching it and, and releasing that water vapor um So understanding more about Ganymede can help researchers learn more about how gas giants like Jupiter and their moons form and evolve over time, and also whether icy moons like this, which apparently there are multiple in our solar system, are habitable environments.
0: I mean those temperatures those temperatures don't sound habitable.
1: (laughs) But what if we built a facility Uh that you could just live in the facility? Okay. And just make sure that, like, like electricity and heat was on all the time. Mm-hmm. And the energy came from the ice somehow.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ice power? Okay. Uh,
1: I don't know. I I haven't thought this through. It's,
0: <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it would be a good place to mine water when we use up all the stuff we've got here.
1: <laughs> or that. We could just send like ships back and forth that just bring water, fresh water no, back just to send Earth.
0: One ship with a long hose. <laughs> 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 <And> don't worry <laughs> about the fact that it's like rotating around Jupiter or anything and the hose would get tangled around Jupiter and you know.
1: Do you do you know off the top of your head how far away Jupiter is? Because I
0: don't. <gasps> no, I don't, but it is too is far. It like- <laughs>
1: it's probably from... like if i had to guess i know it's too far for us i just if i had to guess it i would probably guess like 20 million miles
0: i want to see how close you
1: okay can. <laughs> i'm gonna go with 20 million miles anthony is now looking up the distance from earth to jupiter
0: <laughs> you undershot it a little bit <laughs> oh no
1: wait is it like one light year away <laughs> I don't know. That's probably overshooting it. I mean, I don't know the
0: Oh, okay, there, but I don't think it
1: is. Okay, wait, let me guess again. 100 million miles.
0: Still a little
1: low. Oh, no. Okay, I have no idea. What is it?
0: It's 379.99 million miles. Oh. I don't know why they didn't just round it up to 380, but, you know. Okay,
1: all right. I was a little little at under. Our, at
0: their closest point, it's 365 million miles. So.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Just have to go a million miles a day and you'll get there in a year.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to break it down. Just huh? take it one day at a time.
0: <laughs> a million miles. <laughs> it's fine.
1: NASA will figure it, figure it out. Yeah. It's fine.
0: My next story is entertainment news. This is from NPR. Arthur, the longest-running kids animated series in history, is ending.
1: Wait, Arthur is still on? I know or that was, was still that, on. I
0: kind of forgot that was happening too.
1: Whoa! But okay, it
0: was, and it's and it's officially coming to an end. Um, the animated kids show is coming to an end in early 2022 after its 25th and final season. It's wow, it's been around for 25 years, which is Crazy. That's a
1: long time for a kids show. <laughs> did
0: you wow. watch this when you were growing up? I did. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, Arthur like, and D.W. Yep, it was the show that you like, That I would like get home from school and just like rush to the TV and like try to catch it. Like I don't. I think it came on like right after school or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, watched a lot of Arthur growing yeah. up. Um, Arthur is the longest-running kids animated series in history and is known for teaching kindness, empathy, and inclusion through many groundbreaking moments to generations of viewers, said the show's executive producer, Carol Greenwald, in a statement. Uh, she added that the show will continue to be available on PBS Kids for years to come. So that would I mean, it'd be weird if they just stopped like airing reruns. Yeah. Um, so it follows its uh, titular character, an eight-year-old aardvark, who is eight years old for 25 years. <laughs>
1: Suspicious. Did he ever age, or was he just in the same... I'm pretty
0: sure he was always eight. <laughs> That's um, funny. As he navigated life among family, friends, and school, the show had a knack for featuring characters from different cultures, classes, and family backgrounds.
1: Um, yeah, I remember that about that show, and I kind of, le- like... Yeah, was, I mean, at the time, I didn't obviously think that deeply about it, but, like, right. looking back on it, it, it it. I remember that about that. Like, it was all... The messages were all about, like, oh, this person's different from me. Let me learn about them. Like, yeah.
0: It was all Which is it, nice. it was a it was a really nice uh, nice sentiment for, for a kid yeah. show. Um, they said this still might not be the end of Arthur. Uh, they added that the producer and PBS kids are working together on additional Arthur content, sharing the lessons of Arthur and his friends in new ways. So spin-off, okay. maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> DW <laughs> spin-off.
1: <laughs> they could make a show for adults. That
0: <laughs> adult Arthur. What? That also teaches inclusion Teach and inclusion, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it could be valuable for some people.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, oh my gosh. I had no idea that Arthur was still, like, they were making new episodes. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't know that, I guess, because I don't, <laughs> don't have kids or small children in my I've watched every watch episode. <laughs> every <laughs> like, single I'm one. i still watching I'm still Arthur. i still watching now. Um, yeah. Also, like... It's the longest-running kids' show in history, you said?
0: That's what it that, said.
1: It's interesting. I, I would have thought, like, Sesame Street maybe would have had that record. I, well, it says animated. Guess, so maybe oh, maybe that's, like... qualifying it. qualifying it is animated. That's different. Is how they get animated. away with it. But, but, um... Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I...
1: Yeah. Hope, farewell, Wish Arthur. them the best. Yes.
0: <laughs> 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 I wish Arthur the best for... Uh, as he fades into non-existence. And, uh... That's dark. I um, <laughs>
1: He will continue to air. He will continue to live on. It'll just be reruns. They have 25 seasons of material. I think that's probably plenty of episodes. Yeah. No, he'll do well. All right. It's time for Breaking News, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today, or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Ganymede. Ready, set, Go! Go! Okay, this is from Livescience.com. Uh the headline is In Rare Wildlife Encounter, Whale Watchers spot two white killer whales off of Japan.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Um so apparently there's these two whales that have been spotted and multiple photos have been taken of them. They're orcas, mm-hmm. and they're they, they're probably albino, but they're not positive because they can't see their eyes. Because right. if they were true albino, their eyes would be like the reddish, reddish color. Yeah but they haven't been able to see that. So they don't know if it's like something else, but they're probably albino orcas, but there's two of them in this like pod in this group. Um,
0: wild. Okay.
1: Yeah. So this is like new, I guess like came out like this morning that these whales have been spotted and it's, they just look really cool to me. I don't know. But the other (laughs) thing that's so interesting, um, is that because they're white, they have these like scratch, like markings all over their bodies um they're called rake marks and apparently they're caused by the teeth of other orcas most likely as a form of playing rather than actual fighting um and black orcas have those too but you can't normally you can't like see them unless you're like looking really close because they're you know they have the black coloring so you can't see it but like these ones you can see it like here i'll show you a picture like it looks like oh yeah i don't know like almost like um like tally marks kind of like all over their body. Like
0: the other orcas use them to count, but it's not <laughs> the guys. Stop yeah.
1: It. It's just, I don't know. It's just really interesting. Um, yeah. Here's another photo of the two of them.
0: Wow. What are the chances? I wonder,
1: I don't know. Um, I think it said in here somewhere that like, um, albino orcas can result from like inbreeding. So it might've been just like, I don't know, like a pod kind of like not enough genetic diversity or something like mm-hmm. resulting in okay, two so of them. Okay. So maybe not that
0: uncommon. That'll So would be that <laughs> could have
1: happened. Yeah, yeah, that could have happened. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, that's r- rare. Right. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, this is kind of weird. There's like two of them, but, that's uh, really cool. yeah.
0: All right. Uh, this is from Engadget. Krispy Kreme has created official Xbox branded donuts.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Like, there's like nothing to the story. I, <laughs> okay. I mostly just wanted to sh- like show you the picture, which is just, we'll link okay. the story. All right. Uh, but they've come up with what they're calling the Nexus level donut. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> as part of a new Xbox cross promotion in the UK and Ireland, the donut features a green X surrounded by powdered sugar. Uh, I'll show you a picture. It looks kind of cool, actually. Okay. Um, You can buy a box of these Xbox-branded donuts between August 2nd and 22nd for a chance at winning an Xbox Series X. Or S, not X, sorry. They're both Xboxes, but the X is the more powerful one, I think, and the S is the... I'm not familiar
1: with the Xbox models, actually. Yeah, the newest
0: versions are the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. Okay. And the S is like a less powerful one, and the X is more. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. So the less powerful one is the one you could win. (laughs) Um, Okay. And they like the marketing for this was kind of funny. They did like a little, thirty-second video um, where they had like a the team behind the donut. With titles like Product Innovator and Quality Assurance Guru, and the Quality Assurance Guru is just a guy eating the donut. <laughs> and they're like touting its nice. revolutionary design and ergonomic form. And yeah, it's just kind of a funny little video. But that's fun. Yeah. Xbox donuts. What do they think of next?
1: I want to see that photo. Oh, okay.
0: Like it looks like the logo.
1: Yeah, it looks like the logo.
0: It's kind of I, cool how they did it with like the, the green icing with the powdered sugar.
1: Yeah, it looks very close to the logo. For some reason I thought the donut itself was going to be in the shape of an X. Oh,
0: that would have actually made a lot of sense too, huh?
1: Yeah. But they just Probably did a design to on top of a round donut. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's <laughs> fine.
0: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I could see I could see the disappointment. There.
1: I was I was hoping it would be like, I don't know, more.
0: But Yeah. Well, can't always that's get fun. what we want.
1: That's fun. <laughs> I like random
0: partnerships like yeah. that. It's <laughs> just unexpected like, oh. That's okay, and it it's also like just in the UK for some reason. Like, oh, I don't
1: what? know, yeah, okay. the UK and
0: Ireland. I don't know why. Um,
1: oh, we can't but, get uh, over. Here. Oh well,
0: yeah. So sorry, I forgot your <laughs> hopes up about that. I'm just disappointing on all fronts here. I,
1: just, no, I mean, it looks good.
0: Yeah. I would eat one, but it's also I it's one. A donut. So of course I would.
1: I eat like pretty much any donut anyway. Yeah. So yeah that's, yeah, that's true. Now I want donuts. Me too. All right. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description.
0: You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash news, on Twitter at at Nick-Nack news, and on Instagram at Nick-Nack news. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.